Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 164. In this episode, Under the Hammer. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Before we get to the show itself, I feel I need to offer some explanation. Demolition News Radio has been producing audio podcasts for more than two years now. In that time, we've produced more than 200 individual shows. And we've recorded all of them using the same app. It's never let us down. And then, just before Christmas, we had a chance to interview Rupert Craven of Ritchie Brothers about the advantages of buying and selling demolition equipment at auction. With the holidays fast approaching, it was a very narrow window of opportunity. And wouldn't you know it? The app let us down and just refused to record. Thankfully, our good friend Peter Haddock of Content With Media was able to step into the breach on our behalf. As you'll hear from the following show, Peter is a natural. He's far more enthusiastic and far less South London than me. So don't be too surprised if you hear more from Peter in the future on this channel. Okay, Peter, take it away. Hello, I'm Peter Haddock, and I'm really proud to be here today as guest editor for Demolition News' latest podcast. And I'm joined by Rupert Craven, the sales director of Ritchie Brothers. Hello, Rupert. Hello, great to be here. Thank you very much. So, Rupert... Let's start immediately by looking at the elephant in the room when it comes to auctions. I myself have been to several auctions over the years and have found them to be genuinely terrifying experiences. I've been afraid to sneeze or scratch my nose in case my action is going to be mistaken for that bid and I'll end up leaving with a cat D11 dozer. But really, is that real or is that just a sort of comedy trope as such? Luckily, that's a lot more of a comedy than reality. Uh, We're selling thousands of items all over the world every day of the year at a different location in in the similar way. So we have to be really sure that the people who are bidding at the auction know what they're doing and we've got the right people there. So we do that by registering everybody. So we've got all of their details. They get a book with a number on so we know exactly who they are. So we're taking that number down. And on the whole, they've paid a deposit as well to bid at that auction. So you've got to do quite a lot of uh, uh, checks before you can actually come to bid, but also we're trying to make that auction accessible for everybody from there. So there's a lot of people at Ritchie Brothers in each auction who are there, they can help out, they can advise, they can sit with you, they can advise you on how to bid from that. But we're also, when you talk about the elephant in the room, probably the uh, the real sort of a twist to auctioneering is the auctioneers make it sound really fast and they've got that patter that really gets everybody going and through from there. But they're taking a long time to actually sell that item. So in the UK, on the whole, we'll take around about a minute to sell every item. We're doing sort of 50 lots an hour 
through from that. So it takes a whole minute from there. The initial bidding's very fast and furious, and then we really slow it down. And the reason for that is we wanna make sure we've got every bid possible. We want to work for the sellers and make sure that they're getting the best price for their machines. And we're also wanna work for the buyers to make sure that you know if they're a bit hesitant or they're not quite sure from that, they've got the time and they can come out and actually bid on that um, to get to that end user who's never been to an auction before. We also have the added dynamic that um, a huge amount of our sales are done online, even though it's a live unreserved auction. There's people bidding in real time, so we've got to get that to come in as well. Well, obviously, Ritchie Brothers is a global brand. It wasn't uh, created in the UK. Auctions take place across the world, and it's not unusual for, for the equipment you sell to be sold from one country to another. Um, but in the UK and Europe, we have such uh, schemes as the CE marking, uh, where we also have companies like Caterpillar that are global players that are making region-specific equipment um, to meet legislation in one territory, well, sorry, in one territory, but not necessarily another. So really, is this simply a case of a buyer beware scenario that they might get the wrong equipment that they can't use in their territory? For most of our auctions around the world, the machinery in the auction on the whole comes from the country that the auction is being held in. So if you take that for the UK, for example, most of the machinery in the auction at Maltby is from the UK rather than imports. Certain places like Dubai and Mordite that are more trading points, um, then they have a quite a big mix of machinery. But on the whole, we're going to be having the UK machinery in the UK auction. So what we do to make sure that we're selling exactly the right machinery to the buyer is that we do list everything like, does it have CE mark? Does it have an EPA, which is Environmental Protection Agency label? And we're putting it on there so that the buyers can really make sure where that goes. And that does, A, firstly, adds to the uh, usability of the machine, but also the value of it as well, because some machines, if they don't have that, are worth less than, than others. So the important thing is, We've got it all on our website, we've got it in the yard, we've got it on our app. You can go through, you can do all of that, and if you're still not happy with it, you can call us up and we'll help you out. Thanks very much, Rupert. I mean, I used the term buyer beware earlier, and I think really what I want to know is, is, is there any protection available for someone that buys equipment through your auction so that they feel that they're secure in doing that? Well, we're still an auction and we always will be. That's the main thing. We want to sell a lot of machinery and we want to get it moved out quickly and simply so it transacts through. One of the ways we do that is by giving good information, by giving all the info over so the buyer, the bidder, the buyer can really look at that and make sure that he's understanding what they've got from there. But when you go on to the next level where some of the things are more complicated, we really want to have a transparent trustworthy, straightforward auction so that people can come back and buy every time with confidence. And the only way we can do that is by doing the right thing. So we look at it, if there's machines where there is more complicated problems, such as insurance, um, finance outstanding on it, or it's stolen from there, we'll make sure we do the right thing and we'll look after the buyer and the seller and we'll come to a, the right agreement on that. And so, you know, when you're talking earlier about bidding, um, and now online bidding is far more commonplace, but, you know, let's understand how big a proportion of that uh, there is and, and how, what it represents typically in an auction. 
Have you got those sort of numbers to hand? We have, and uh, it all started off in 2000 when we started our uh, website, we started our online bidding, and it's grown and grown and grown, and particularly in certain uh, territories, the UK is really high up on there, that we're getting around about 70% of our sales at the Maltby auction is done online. And this really comes into the next part of our business, and we've got to keep the business dynamic, and we've got to keep it going in, um, in the new ways that are presenting themselves. And one of that is the acquisition we made a couple of years ago about Iron Planet, of Iron Planet, uh, and particularly in the UK, we're using the marketplace to sell machines through an online platform where they're completely online from there and people can, can do more of a negotiated sale. In addition, we have a reserved monthly online auction as well. So yeah, it's, it's in every part of our business. It's in the marketing, it's in the listing of the machines, it's in the live auctions, and it's in the Iron Planet offerings as well. Well, let's look at it from a different perspective. I tend to think of auctions in terms of sales, but you know, as a company, you're also working with the sort of contractors, fleet owners to help them sell their used equipment. It, talk, talk to me a little bit about the process and, and where there are any specific pitfalls for people to be aware of or advice to those people that are looking to sell. Well, as a business, we're really an auctioneer six days of the year. The rest of the days of the year, we're an advisor, we're a consultant, and we're building relationships with our customers and on the whole, the selling side of our business from that. So we're very keen to go down, talk about their business, talk about their machinery, advise what we think is the right price for it, what we think the value is currently, is there a big demand for it, is there not a big demand, where should we be selling it to, what the global audience is wanting out of that. And in that way, we can advise them the right time to sell, the right place to sell, the right route to sell from that, and really get in and try and add value to their business well before we ever get to an auction. That's great. And so it's probably worth then talking about how high demand there are for items such as uh, those in the demolition industry and how popular demolition equipment is at your sales. Give us a bit of insight into that, Rupert. The demolition industry has always been a good part of our auction, both as the buyers and the sellers from there. The assets that they use on the whole are standard construction assets. They may be uh, beefed up a little bit or protected a bit more from the, from the hard conditions that the demolition site is but we also have some very big very high value really interesting items that we've sold from there one of the interesting trends that i've seen in the demolition industry through the auctions is buying for a job and then selling it uh, changing that machine into something else so job specific machinery uh, going through from there so we've always got machines that would lend itself to a demolition site and we quite happily sell them on to another person after that so in some ways, that can be a great machine to buy for the job, use it and resell it. Uh, well, that sort of brings us on nicely to the fact that you've got those machines. But, you know, in terms of attachments, do you sell them in the same way at the auction? Or how are people buying attachments and are you selling? Well, uh, very much so. And, and I think it's something that's a, a stereotype, which I find we're, we're quite often uh, uh, tarred with, which is we'll only sell big, high value items. We'll sell everything. We'll sell right the way down to power tools and small items. And looking at the demolition industry, we'll be selling lighting rigs, we'll be selling bowsers, generators, uh, and attachments such as breakers, pulverizers, crushers, munchers, buckets, everything like that. 
and we sell that on the second day after the auction and we sell that on a timed auction system again it's online completely online you put your bid on that you want to pay for it the system bids for you up to a level if you win it you win it at the winning price if you get outbid you can put more money on from there we do it on the second day so that if you bought machinery at the auction you can add those items onto that machine you get one invoice you can collect it from one place and it all goes on the truck together so it's making it really easy so you can literally buy collect it and take it to work the next day that's great and so i guess this leads me on to my other question i know it's sort of like how long is a piece of string but what sort of cost savings are available when you're buying through an auction then well, for buying through an auction, we always want to make sure that the, the buyers there think they're getting a great price. And that's why we open it up low and people get excited and bid, bid low from there. But in reality, we're actually going to hit a fair market value. We're going to get that global audience bidding the machines up to what they feel is the right price. Uh, and quite often we use the word transcending local markets. If you've got a market that's quite depressed then other countries which really need that, that machinery will bid it up very well on there. So on the whole, we actually want to make sure that both the sellers and the buyers come out of winners. So in a re recent auction, we had a lot of very old wheeled loading shovels. In the UK, they're probably not worth a great deal, but we had some really good North African buyers there. So they paid huge money for them, in our view, from that. But they're delighted with the machine they got. So both the buyer and the seller goes away happy. Well, that's great, Rupert. I guess, you know, to sort of wrap it up, really, where can listeners find out more from Ritchie Brothers? Where, where can they find out what you're doing and, and how to get involved and what information they can get from you? Well, the main thing is, is our website. So get on the website, rbauction.co.uk. Go and have a look through from that. Uh, you can register yourself. So you can go back and get all of the previous history from our auctions from there. You can compare your machine. You can look at inventory of what's coming up. You can watch videos about how to bid and what's happening from there. Go and see all the different auctions around the world. So if you're looking for complicated machinery, you can look at it through from there. But also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, everything from there. And if you want face-to-face -face contact, we have a range of territory managers covering the UK and Ireland. and more than happy to come out and see you. Come have a cup of tea, sit down, look at the machinery and advise which way to go. Well, thanks, Rupert. I think for my first podcast, uh, thanks for joining me uh, for Demolition News. And what I'd really like to say to people is there is so much more that I've learned today that's around selling used equipment. There's so many different ways to buy it and there's so much stuff out there. Um, so take a, take a look, folks. Uh, if you're interested, give Richie Brothers a shout. But Rupert, that's really insightful. Thanks very much. And hopefully we'll get to speak to you again in the not too distant future. That's great. Thank you very much. Cheers. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or the Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.